1: Police Skirwitz is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed.
0: The things in this world are passing, but for those who believe, we know this is not the end but the beginning of eternal life, a life with God in heaven. Welcome, friends. This is Felice Gerwitz, and this is episode 137. The topic today is eternal life. You can find the show notes at a few minutes with God podcast dot com. Recently, I purchased a book that a friend of mine wrote, and it is a trilogy, and it's about heaven. And apparently she'd been working on this for some time. And I just noticed this book. The name of this book um, that I feel is so perfect for today is called Heaven. How to Experience Heaven on Earth and it's part of a trilogy. And she goes on to explain that when we have those wonderful soul lifting moments that it's an example of heaven on Earth. And I never thought of that friends, but that makes so much sense she also explains in reverse that when we crash and burn and have those heart-wrenching issues that happen from time to time that is hell on earth how much more i long for heaven but for that eternal life that god promises the promises in the bible are amazing and give us such hope yet appearances deceive us often We make judgments based upon appearances, based upon our own preconceived notions. Obviously, we do not see as God sees, right? Even the blind man in the gospel ends up seeing Jesus more clearly than even those of us who already see. His ability to see becomes a process, just as his ability to see Jesus for who he really is. And, in a way, it was as if his faith was growing. First he knows the name of Jesus Then he sees him as a prophet Then he sees him as God and then the son of man Meanwhile we learn at that time the Pharisees sight became more and more shallow and they were the ones who were teaching people about eternal life We can choose to live in darkness or light Christ is the light of the world He assures us of eternal life because of his death for our sins and resurrection he brings us life jesus raised lazarus from the dead john 11. read that chapter your eyes will be open because there are so many things that happened and i'm just going to touch on a few of them the first is that jesus was alerted by martha and mary that their brother was ill and the scriptures say so the sisters sent word to him saying master The one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Wow. The one you love. Jesus loves all of us, and here we are given an example of his love. He also reminded us that this situation was for the glory of God, that the Son may be glorified through it. So he was in essence giving us a forewarning that there would be a miracle. The second point I wanted to mention is that Jesus then tells his disciples that he wants to go to Lazarus. Let's go back to Judea. The disciples reminded him, Rabbi, the Jews were just trying to stone you and you want to go back there? And Jesus answered, Are there not 12 hours in a day? If one walks during the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks at night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. Again, the symbolism, the light and the darkness, the light of the world, which is Jesus, which is truth, which illuminates the darkness. But if one walks in darkness, there is not light in him. And that is sin, right? We continue to sin when we know better. And so I always pray, God, open my eyes, give me that light so I can see what is sin and truly shine that light upon me, upon my soul. And we must walk in the light and ask the Lord to show us that light. The third point was when Jesus arrived, he found that his friend had died. Martha complained to the Lord that if he had been there, her brother wouldn't have died. And Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. And he asked, do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. Now, friends, it's our turn. Do we believe that? I mean, we know that scripture, right? I am the resurrection and the life. My church is called Church of the Resurrection of Jesus Christ. We know this. You know, we have buildings that are named after these scripture verses. But do we really believe? Is it in our heart? do we know that our hope, our everlasting hope, is in Jesus Christ. The fourth point is Jesus wept. His friend died and he wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? Some were empathetic with Christ and others were critical, just like us today. We have an opinion. We know what we would do, and we're critical of those who don't agree with us. This is exactly what the Pharisees did, and Martha and Mary, who were familiar with Ezekiel's prophecy, I will open our graves and have you rise from them, which is Ezekiel thirty seven twelve. They knew that God had this power. But how human of, of the Lord? He was God and he was man, not split in the middle, but totally combined. And in his humanness, he cried for his friend and he wept. And the next point is that Jesus did signs and wonders. And it was terrifying to the Pharisees. Why? Because they were going to lose their job, their land, their nation. In the Bible, we read in verse 47, So the chief priests and the Pharisees convened the Sanhedrin and said, What are we going to do? This man is performing many signs. If we leave him alone, all will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our land and our nation. But one of them, Cephas, who was high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing, nor do you consider that it is better for you that one man should die instead of the people, so that the whole nation may not perish. You know, we look at this and we've again read these scriptures, we probably have them, you know, memorized. But we know that this high priest was prophesizing that Jesus was going to die for that nation. And not only for the nation, but also to gather the one that dispersed the children of God and that's and go on and and continue to read. So they really had planned to kill him. And this is ridiculous to us, but to those supposed righteous men it all made sense. They were fearful and fear makes people do things that are so horrible and we know this, right? We see this repeated over and over and over again in history. And as we approach the Easter season and, and we are actually in the middle of Lent as I record this and we are coming to the day of the resurrection we read these scriptures and we think about them and we ponder them and even for those of us who believe that we have eternal life it's still difficult not to worry not to be stressed not to think that we have to do all of these righteous deeds people will know we are Christians by our fruits but our good deeds alone will not get us into heaven. God knows our hearts. And just because you claim, you know, God does not earn you that everlasting life. In fact, we can't earn heaven. It's a gift given by faith and that my friends should cause us to rejoice. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we know you have the gift of eternal life for each of us who believes that the Lord Jesus Christ is the Savior, that he died for us to set us free. Dear God, help us to believe. Give me the gift of faith. Help me to be repentant of all of my sins and to sin no more, as you say over and over in scripture, before you heal, before you forgive. Fill us with your Holy Spirit so that we can live lives that are pleasing, that are can be filled with your love so that you can become greater in our lives and that we can pour that love into others. I praise you and I thank you for every good thing, my God. Please, Lord, hear the prayers for those I pray now. And I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen.
1: Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com and your podcast page on a afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.